me pongo a pensar en ti, mi amor. To you by Maschingon Radio, MyLalisaPromotions.com, musician Danny Faria, Marasul Tequila, taste the new face of tequila, Archie's Homestyle Burgers in Catula, Texas, the Tejano Conjunto Music Superstore, Jamie's Record Shop, and Tejano TV. And now, let's get on with the show. I was on. I heard screaming in my ear. I was like, here? Somebody she's got here. tortured. She's here. She's here. She's here. She's here. So he got tortured for minutes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us here on the Three Amigos Show. Of course, we're broadcasting live on YouTube and, of course, on Facebook, and we'll be streaming on the Hano TV, which you can download on Roku and, of course, on Fire Stick. I want to thank our sponsors. Of course, my baby Lila Cervantes with Lila Lisa Promotions, mm-hmm. Archie's Homestyle Burger, Danny Farias. Janie's Record Shop in San Antonio, Texas. And of course, Marasul Tequila, the new face of tequila. I am El Mastrigon Juan Mendoza. I'm Baby D. Midnight Mariachi, Marcus Daniels. And our guest today is? Stephanie Montiel. We have La Dueña in the house. (laughs) (laughs) Stephanie, thank you so much for joining us. It's a complete honor to have you on our show. Likewise, thank you all so much. I'm super excited to be on with three of my favorite guys on here. And uh, well, we're not worthy. We're not worthy. <laughs> right on. You're gonna spo- you're gonna spoil us more now. <laughs> this is really cool. And kudos to you guys for all that you're doing for the industry, for all the hard work you put into this. You can see just from the the promo that comes on, everything you guys have been doing. Great job, everybody. And I want to say real quick to everybody out there who's a big Stephanie Montiel fan like us, somehow, <laughs> some way, y'all made it possible. The fans voted, and Stephanie Montiel has swept all of our countdowns for the week. They made it number 20, uh, top 20 countdown, number one, top 10 music video countdown, number one with Hasta Cuando, and of course, top 50 uh, most played songs came in number one. So congratulations. I mean, Going out to so Stephanie cool. Montiel and the crew. Yay! Awesome job. That is really cool. How awesome. Thank you, guys. Thanks to everyone out there that voted and who's loving the new music. We appreciate y'all so much. Um, you know, this is this is a, a group effort. We can't do this without you guys out there, and especially without you guys here on Mashingon and, of course, Three Amigos Show. Thank you guys all so very much because, you know, we help each other out. And we're very, very appreciative of all the love and support you give us. Dang, she's smooth. 
<laughs> she's, this ain't her first rodeo. Yeah, she's ready to go. Ready to go. I've been at it a minute. <laughs> hey, I've, I've known her ever since she started in the industry. She was like, what, three? Something like that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, she started singing at five years old, so that's like, that's like super amazing. To, but we're glad to have you here, Steph. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Oh, I, I, I treat her like the uh, the female James Brown. Has the tightest band in the industry. Always on the road, busy, staying busy, working, you guys. Thank no, you. No, I think, I think she's more the Mariah Carey of the industry without the drama. <laughs> I try to steer clear of it somehow though it you know I guess we all go through drama in our lives but try to steer clear of it as much as possible <laughs> I simply I simply love the way you've evolved over the years and and your image and your brand just keeps getting just enormous it's just it's it's wonderful to watch and I the, the photos you take the the way you present yourself and it's yeah. You're you're at the top of the industry right now, and it's just like, come on, three Latin Grammys, three Grammys. Uh, let's see how many countless other awards. It's just like <laughs> Thank you. No, it's it's been a long road. It really has been, and it definitely. I mean, you guys know just as well as I do. This hasn't. It's never an easy road. It's never just handed to you. You've got to stay out here and hustle every single weekend. You've got to be <laughs> out there doing everything you possibly can. And, you know, I, I attribute a lot of that success, not only to um, my family, but to Gabriel and to the, like you said, the amazing band that I have behind me, because um, we all know that that plays a big part in everything that we do. So we have to have a great group of people. Um, it takes a great unit to make this work. And so I'm very, very blessed to have that. This year, this year, this year, it really shocked me the past few months because you were very low key through almost most of the year. Very low key, hardly anything was being said or whatever. All of a sudden, bam! <laughs> EP was with, with what, six or seven tracks. All of a sudden, bam! Six or seven videos, and now you got a brand new release out of, outside of that. I was like, damn, what the hell? Where did she come up with all this? Yeah, this? yeah I wanted to ask about that. <laughs> It was time. <laughs> um, we hadn't released a single since uh, Quédate Con Él, which was last January. So uh, it had been quite a while. And, you know, for me, I, I have to sometimes kind of, I, if, if I don't feel something is ready to, to, to come out, you know, music-wise, if I don't feel it's the right time to, to release a song, I will just kind of just, you know, I won't. And, and I've told Gabriel before, you know, I don't want to release music just to release music. I don't want to anything that's subpar. I don't release music that I don't feel completely strongly about that. You know, if I don't love it, I don't think people are going to love it either. So, um, so yeah. And, and plus he's always super busy with people like Marcus, like, you know, they keep him <laughs> <laughs> Yes. I, I try to keep him busy. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, a lot of the other artists that he works with. So Gabriel's just constantly busy. And so, I take that time to really just, you know, we go through the songs, we listen to them, um, we'll change things. And sometimes we'll completely just, even if it's almost done or if it, it is a done song, I will we'll, we'll throw them out because if, if it's, if we're not feeling it and it's not the right time, then mm -hmm. you know, we'll move on to something else. And that's kind of what happened with this. Um, the Biento project is something that I had been kind of contemplating doing for contemplated doing for a, a while. And I wanted to release songs that I used to listen to in my studio back in New Mexico. And I say studio, uh, it was my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> but my dad bought me some like recording equipment. And so I made it my recording studio. 
and I used to get like all the records, like, and I mean, like mm-hmm. albums from Sony and from Capitol, and I would buy all the albums of all the artists that I, you know, just, and which was every single artist in Tejano at the time. Like I had my walls covered in albums because each song represented something um, different to me. You know, there's there was always one song on an album that just really like, you know, grabbed me and, and just really, I wanted to learn different styles and, and the different nuances of each artist. And so um, this Favoritas album was kind of a tribute to those artists. And and believe me, I'm not done because we couldn't fit them all on one. So we're like, okay, we're going to do some EPs. Wow. <laughs> well, so, okay, now, now, wait a minute here. Now, <laughs> what kind of strategies is that? Because nobody, I mean, absolutely nobody releases seven songs, one on top of the other, unless the strategy was, I'll just be in the top 10 for, oh, every position. <laughs> nobody can compete. <laughs> There'll be no challenges to me. Nobody squash squash the competition. I'm They'll release one song and they'll let it simmer for as long as possible before releasing the next. But you released all seven songs at once. Why? Tell me why. Uh, Juan, did you want to chime in? (laughs) (laughs) Before you get to the point, I was just like, I'm surprised she didn't take all seven top spots first. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I guess, you know, it was just, uh, we had waited too long. Like, uh, you know, it had been such a long time. And so we were like, we had this single that we had been working on. Then we had this, this Viento thing that kind of, so I didn't kind of, you know, elaborate on the, the whole Viento thing. So Gabriel's studio that he works at, um, his partner is Ramon Gonzalez Mora, who is a huge songwriter in the Mexican um, music market. So uh, he, when we were kind of talking one night, we talked about, you know, that I wanted to do these songs and he was like, well, why don't you let me release it under my my label and we'll release it under Biento and Gabriel's released some music under Biento as well, which is kind of just a side project. And um, so I thought, well, great, that'd be amazing because that would be a way for us to kind of release those songs and you know we'll, we'll kind of just put those out and see how people you know like them they may love them they may hate them but you know it wasn't really about that for me it was just that i loved the songs and i wanted to pay tribute to those artists you know so badly and so i figured you know what let's just put them out there people already know these songs and you know and then we'll release our music after after that um, but it's it's been crazy. People are loving it, and everywhere we go, they're like, "Can you play the Ma song, or can you play play the music?" They're like loving this stuff, and and I was really happy about it. And you know, we've had some negative comments, and you know, people saying, "Why is she doing remakes?" And so it's kind of like I got to go back into the story of why. Um, and it's really just to pay homage to those amazing artists that inspired me um, to be the artist that I am today, and. Um, you know, like, especially like, you know, like there's songs like, like Roberto Pulido's song, uh, like I used to practice that song and I (laughs) ended his notes and how he like, he just had this, like, just, uh, just hit, he hits those notes that are like, no one can hit. And so I really used to love to sing to his songs because his, you know, he has such a high, high pitch and it just kind of fit in my range. And so it was, it was awesome. So that one's a real special one for me. Yeah, but you're making us, you're making the rest of us look bad. Put it that way. You, <laughs> Y'all you really raise the bar once again. It's like, 
<laughs> D, you see, D, you had 20 something songs. You should just release all 20 songs at once. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and they do 20 videos too at once. You got to do a video for each one. Yeah, you got to do it, man. Uh, I yeah. don't think so. <laughs> Stephanie, uh, Stephanie, D kind of touched on it a little bit. So he, he mentioned your brand. So mm -hmm. your style, your brand. Mm -hmm. See, I, I know a, a lot of us male bands, we're, we're like, uh, hey, what color are you wearing Saturday? That's it. <laughs> you know, and it'd be Friday night when we mention it. You guys are nowhere near the what color are you wearing. You're way beyond that with your image and your style. Well, you see, she dresses the entire band. I mean, entire night, it's, band, it's yes. different wardrobe. It's different, different shows. It's like it's important to you. It really is. I've always been a big fashion person, and I... I love to shop. Oh my gosh. Like everyone knows that my Gabriel's like, okay, so when are you going to start getting rid of some of this stuff that we wear? Like, you can't, like, keep it forever. like, could you start getting rid of this? So you can like, I keep bringing in more and he's just like, uh, yeah, it's not fitting in the room anymore. So now what, <laughs> but you know, it's, it's cool. Cause I, that's my way of, you know, that's my outlet. I love fashion and I love, um, you know, just keeping up with what's going on, you know, in California, New York, and everywhere else, you know, I, I love look, look, watching these big artists and and seeing what they do, and and it's always been something, you know, that I've done since the beginning. It's not something that it just kind of happened, and um, it's 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 really important to me. It's important for you know, this is our image. You guys know that as well as I do. This is our image, and when we're up there on stage, um, you know, we have to look the part. We we have to look you know just as good as we sound, mm -hmm. and um, so I love when when I can kind of. When I have a band of, of guys and girls that are willing to try my crazy ideas and they're like, uh, some, sometimes they'll look at me like, mm, you're going <laughs> to make us wear what? Um, but no, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. And I think they've come to like, uh, you know, enjoy it. And, you know, now with the latest of uh, the Lone Star Nights tour, we kind of went back to like the Tejano like kind of roots yeah. and, and did the more like country looking style. And it's been fun because that was something that I never really did. Maybe early on in my career when we first started, you know, going to Monterrey and we were doing kind of like the cowboy look then. Um, <laughs> but it wasn't really ever something that I did. So um, I wanted to kind of try that on. And it's been a lot of fun. And, and people have really enjoyed it. And it's that 1982 cowboy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like it. I like it. Yes. It's the urban cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> Out of, out of out of all the hundreds, maybe thousands of songs, of course, back in the nineties, how long did it take you to narrow it down to seven songs that you wanted to put on that EP? So that was the difficult thing. Um, I have, I mean, I have a list like that's like, <laughs> and that's why we're gonna do um, several others because uh, it wasn't just about the rancheras. There was there's some ballads in there. There's some cumbias that I wanted to do. So the ballads is up next. So we'll be releasing the ballads. Um, here coming up, I've been in, in the studio with Gabriel. Gabriel's got everything pretty much complete because I don't know if y'all know this, but he pretty much does the entire production. Um, I say pretty much, so I mean like, yeah. We're not surprised these days. Okay. We're not surprised. <laughs> so he he played accordion, he played drums, he played um, bajo sexto, he played bass, I mean, guitar, everything on the Biento albums. And not because he, you know, didn't want to get our band to do it, but for Gabriel, it's almost easier just to like, you know, breeze through those songs because he knows them by heart because they're his favorite songs, just like they are mine. 
And he grew up listening to all these songs and learning just like I did from, you know, all these amazing artists. And so, um, so Gabe's got the second album or EP almost completely finished already. So get ready for more music. <laughs> well, it's like, it's like I told you in Vegas, I think he's like, he's got this mad scientist kind of vibe to him where he, he has a vision and he sees things and he hears things and he, and he puts them into play and the, and it just comes out really, really well. My favorite song by you is still I Poppy. I, Yay. I that song just drives me crazy. Just <laughs> the musicality of it. At first off, it's just like, you're kidding me. That works so well. It's like, and it's simple. I was like, ah, oh, come on. Why can't I think of something like that? So <laughs> that's crazy. That's like one of the only songs I've ever written on my own. Like I literally went into my bedroom one night and I just had the iPoppy part like kind of like in my head and I'm like, how where is this stuff coming from? And I kept asking, I was like, Gabriel, is this someone else's song? Why am I <laughs> <laughs> and so I kept I asked a few people and they're like, No, I've never heard that before. So I'm like, okay, well then I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go and I'm gonna just kind of write down whatever comes to mind. And I wrote it within maybe like 10, 15 minutes. And it just came, you know, it came out so easy. Um and it's been one of the biggest songs that I've had to date. So that makes me so happy. Thanks. No, no. Best The best songs are always re really easy to write and to record. And that'll, that'll be my favorite Stephanie song of all time to me. Yay, I like thanks. that song. Right. <laughs> Thank you. Thank right. you so much. Let's give some, uh, some shout outs real quick. Uh, we have uh, Laura Sines, Leone Promotions. Says hello from Leone Hi. Promotions. Hi, hello, Laura. Miss Laura. Anita Tina Bear Parales says hello from Michigan. Thank you for tuning Woo! in. Hi. Out there in Michigan. They're probably freezing to death out there now. <laughs> <laughs> Cindy in Santiago Guajardo, Guajardo says hi, my queen. Going out to my valley people. I love y'all. <laughs> Albert, Albert Tech, saludos desde Monterrey, Nuevo León, México. Monterrey, un abrazo, un beso. <laughs> Juanita Chapa says hello from Hondo, Texas. Hola, tres amigos. Hola, tres amigos. And the beautiful Miss Stephanie Montiel. Hey, Juanita. <laughs> uh, MC Med White says, how are you guys? We're doing very good. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Thanks, MC Med. Thank you for asking. <laughs> Appreciate it. I love that Stephanie is bringing old school to Hondo back. You are a perfect performer to do it. Fletch and Venenada has been my favorites. Yes, me too. <laughs> Amy Contreras says, my son loves Tengo Celos. Tengo, Tengo. Oh. Yes, oh, I, I caught myself before I said that. I think I like my baby. I do that all the time. I'm always like so fast and then I'm, I look back and I'm like, oh, I didn't. Don't <laughs> <laughs> no worry. I think, I, think I think that one probably is my favorite. Seven that is, that's, yeah, yeah, mine too. That one. And uh, Anthony Pina says, hi. Hi, Anthony. Simple hi. Amy Contreras, Celos. <laughs> Uh, San Angelo. San Angelo this weekend. Stephanie Houston says hi, Stephanie. Hi, Steph. Uh, Cindy and Santiago says uh, we love you. Casitos back at you. Aw, thank you guys. Love <laughs> oh, <you>. <laughs> <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's okay. We can't either half the time. So. Okay, Same. <laughs> nice, but yeah, uh, Celos is probably my my favorite all Stephanie Montel song of all time, and. Follow up at probably just uh, can't get a shots. Hey, <laughs> awesome party starter. <laughs> thank you, thanks so much. It's uh, we have so much fun with these songs, and I mean, you guys know as well as I do that like these songs sometimes come out of nowhere and like come out of the weirdest places. But um, but yeah, shots is one of those kind of funky. <laughs> <laughs> like 
<laughs> it wasn't about shots at all when Gabriel first started writing it because we we laugh about it because my cousin being from New Mexico we use a lot of slang and a lot of totally wrong words that are not Spanish words and they're like kind of like mixed words so my cousin Jason was here one night in San Antonio he had moved here from San Antonio I'm mean, from Albuquerque as well and so he you know we were talking about we we're having a birthday celebration and he walks in he says Kim get a kick and we're like what's kick like cake you know and I'm like that's not how you say cake and he goes, it's pastel it's not kicking <laughs> so it was like a big joke a running joke in the family and we laughed about it and then one night Gabriel was was writing a song and he came out with Ginkita shots. And so that was one of never heard that before. He'd never heard Ginkita Ginkita or whatever, but so it turned into Ginkita shots. And here we are today, still taking shots. I don't know how many years later. Yeah, you can use that a lot. You can be like, Ginkita, what you want to eat tonight? Or Ginkita dinner, Ginkita dinner. Yes, so So what's it like? What's it like that partnership? Because I mean, I mean, you've obviously got the fashion and the and the the vision of branding and and, and the look, and Gabriel's got the the music and and just making it happen. I guess he's the kind of pieces it together for everybody. It what's that? What's a conversation like? I mean, you're just driving along. Then just what do you think about this? Huh? You know, uh, I would like to say it's it's easy, but we we butt heads a lot. <laughs> <laughs> because he's he, his he his mind is so like oh man he has so much in his mind all the time and I tell him I'm like I wish I could clone you like I wish I had like <laughs> so that you know so because he like he's constantly working like and I'm, I have to tell him like slow down you know, like I know like he's I think he's kind of like you one like how you were saying like you have all these ideas and you want to mm -hmm. like everything and that's how Gabriel is it's like it's a constant thing like. He wakes up in the morning and it's like, okay, we need to do this thing, we need to do that, and we need to this. And I'm like, yo, slow down. We just woke up. <laughs> so, <laughs> Does he have a snooze button that you hit or what? <laughs> so I'm like, I wish I could clone you and have like six more of you so that you could get all the stuff done that you need to get done, and I could just sit here and like do my fashion. <laughs> it's very hard when you have all this stuff in your mind and you try to get it out. And I, I've had some other people tell me, hey, you need to do this, you need you should do this, and you should do that. I'm like. Okay, now I really need to put my foot down and just say stop because I don't have I don't have enough time in the day to you know to take uh -huh. on any more things. You know, I have yeah. my Shingon radio and now we have Tahano TV and, and yeah. D and Marcus have been a big help, you know, helping me out and stuff. And yeah, we have enough going on as it is right now, and I don't have enough to take on any more projects. You know, we only have 24 <laughs> hours in the day, you know. Maybe we right. had 48 in the day, maybe, but I, yeah, I have to put my foot down and say, okay, this is enough for now. Hold on, yeah. hold on, hold on a second. Let's see if this works. Hey Marcus, what do you think about Juan? Man, he doesn't slow down. I just muted him, so he can't even say anything right now. <laughs> and you and I both know that that Juan's never going to slow down. He's got a million ideas every single day, and it's up to us to to implement these things yeah. on our time, which we yes. do not have enough. <laughs> but uh, we if love can't Juan. do it. He has D. If he doesn't have, can't do it. D. He'll take care of it. <laughs> uh, so uh, oh, wait, he's trying to write it up. I'll, yeah. Hey Juan, you're live. You're live. He's like, okay, I don't need the paper anymore. <laughs> what is it? No. Never slow Never down. Slow down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. I mean, you know, like it, like we said. I mean, you only have 24 hours in a day, but it's like you got to make the most of those 24 hours. And 
And I know guys like y'all and, and like Gabriel, they, you guys definitely do. And, and, you know, although I say we butt heads, it's not in a bad way. It's just, you know, I, I want him to take care of himself. You know, like he's, he's always on the go, always busy. You ain't, you ain't got to lie cause you're live. You ain't got to lie oh, cause no. you're live. Oh, oh no, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 Let me open the door of that. So what's an argument like? I mean, what's, what's the worst thing that's ever happened? No, not the worst. The worst? Who, who gives in first? Probably me. I'm very, very, uh, what do you call it? Easy to work with. Yeah, I'm easy to work with. He's not. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I don't know. It's We don't fight a whole lot about, I don't know, nonsense. It's just kind of like if, if it's if it's a fight, it's like it's very, very personal. Um, and it's but it doesn't happen a whole lot. Um, so, you know, we've been together. Gosh, uh, 20, 23 years. 27 <gasps> years. Wow. <laughs> 70, 70, you, you have a huge catalog. So when, when you walk off stage, oh. what's that one song that go, oh my God, why didn't you play? What did they tell you? <laughs> you know, it's probably, so, I, so this it was probably Celos because, Celos because we got, I mean, it's after playing it for, 30 years. You want to change up your set. You want right. to change it up. Yeah. And but it's like we find that like no matter what we do, people will be like, you didn't play Celos. Can you come back and play Celos? Like, oh. So I told Gabriel, you know what? No matter what, we just play Celos every single night without fail. Like it's otra, otra, otra. <laughs> yeah. Celos and Soy Feliz. You gotta play those all the time. Yes. yes. Those two for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but you're right, though. It's so hard to choose. And maybe that's when Gabriel and I fight, because he'll play a song, and I'm like, play that song. <laughs> okay, okay. This I got to ask, because you sing every, almost every single song of the night. Where do you get the endurance now? I mean, I know that you try to space out the set list where there's you've got lulls and costume changes and things like that, so you can at least rest your vocal cords for a little bit. But that's awfully rough being the only singer where where you take on 99% of the of the load. I mean Well, we actually have kind of changed up this the the set and the show a little bit. So Gabriel does do a lot of singing now. Um he'll throw in like some of his music uh -huh. and, and all that stuff because people just they love that. They always ask for it as well. Um, my daughter is uh, in the band now as well, so she's taking on some of the songs. And um, and then we have like an, an amazing group of guys. And one of the guys, Bob, um, he plays bass with us. He is an artist as well, and he does a lot of his own music. So sometimes we'll have him sing like a country song or you know, <laughs> yeah, so, switch it up, switch it up, yeah. Um, and you guys, you, I'm sure you've understood that, like, you know, sometimes the sound isn't good. Sometimes you're, you're out there straining and, and, you know, some things are beyond your control. Um, but I really like to try to to take care of my voice. I, I, um, I'm not the best at warming up or anything like that. But I did go to voice lessons very early on um, in, you know, my in my youth. Um, and my parents felt like that was something that was really important to to put me into so that way I knew how to breathe correctly. I knew how to take care of my voice. I, I didn't um, strain. Um, and I think that that was just instrumental, if you will. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> in why I'm still able to sing, you know, all of these songs. And, and in the original keys, I don't change the keys. You know, wherever I recorded those songs, that's the key that I do them in to, you know, to this day. To this day. Yeah, I know. Um, that's that's amazing to me because I I listened to the evolution of your voice from back in the 90s to present day. You've not only gotten so much better. Uh, who's your favorite artist? Because who do you feel that you emulate closely? Because you do some things now with your voice that are just outstanding. I mean, I, I can go, well, that's you. Thanks. Thank you. Uh, you know, it's it's so hard to pinpoint one artist. Um, yeah. As I'm getting older, you know, like, I, I mean, I listened to, like, Dolly Parton when I was younger. I listened to Linda Ronstadt. She was probably my favorite when I was younger. Um, and then it became like Madonna and, and Mariah Carey. And then, you know, like from there, it was, of course, like a lot of the Tejano artists. It was Selena and it was Shelly and it was, um, gosh, Lydia Mendoza. Um, oh, yeah. Delia was a big inspiration to me. I just, you know, I just think that all these girls, all these women had something so unique. And Laura Canales, you know, like just oh. their, their voices were just so unique and so different. And I, I studied them. I, I literally sat in, in my studio in my room and I would study and I would listen and I would emulate um, because I knew at a very early age, um, like you mentioned earlier, I started singing when I was three. My dad had me on stage with a mariachi at three years old. I started getting paid at five because they, <laughs> they would only give me charity. You bring, bring home the money, dear. <laughs> <laughs> So when I started recording, you know, like it was, it was kind of like I, I would listen to all these girls, and you know, one one that I really liked was Tiffany. I don't know if you guys remember. Yeah, Tiffany. Oh, had kind of like a little raspiness, and, <laughs> and so I just took a lot of those different artists, um, and I I tried to emulate them in, in you know my own way, and I know that I I, I didn't want to copy them, but I I wanted their style. I I loved their style, and I wanted to 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 you know, make it somehow mine and incorporate it into what I did. Because, you know, our voices are, none, none of us are the same, um, but you can learn, you know, you can learn from these people and you can see what works for them and what their, um, what their, their strengths are. And, and for me, you know, like it was, I, I've always kind of dealt with, and I've never ever like kind of said this on, on, on camera or on, on a podcast. Say it now, speak the truth, honey, speak the truth. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> but I've always dealt with, um, like a like a cracking in my voice for, oh, since I was little, and I we don't know why we don't know why it happens, um, but I used to struggle with it, and that's part of the reason why I started going to vocal classes, and um, it got more prominent through the years, and so I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna this is gonna become part of who I am, and when I yep. crack my voice, that's my feeling, and so I actually do it a whole lot more now because to yes. me it, it almost feels just natural, it feels right. Um, and so that's just been part of who I am now. And, um, you know, throughout the years, I think, you know, like, like you, you mentioned, I, I feel like I've gotten better. I, I feel like, you know, just being able to use my voice because in the 30 years that I've been in this industry, I, I have, there's never been a time where I stopped music. It's been the entire 30 years. I didn't stop and, you know, get a side job or, or I, you know, had my kids. No, I, I stopped too. Like, I think, I think I had my, uh, both my kids, I stopped at the eight month mark. And then a week after I had them both, I was back on the road. So it was just like, you know, like this was my, this is my life. This is how I supported not only myself, but my, my family, my parents were, you know, they depended on me as well. And so it was something that like 
if this train's not moving, like Stephanie better get back on and and, and, <laughs> <laughs> and get going. <laughs> so, and kudos to your to your to your mom and dad because they really really worked hard to to give you I guess the opportunities or put you in those situations where you would flourish and and just become better. I remember I, I used to go jogging in the mornings. I, I went jogging at four thirty in the morning, and I would uh, they kept their bus near my house, and I would see your dad out there five thirty in the morning getting the bus, and I was like, the old, the old purple monster." Yes. <laughs> It was so funny. We like we put like real like regular. It was completely gutted, and so we put like actual like living room like sofas in there. <laughs> but oh my gosh, we had the best time in those in that bus, and we like you know some of my earliest you know like fondest memories are in that bus, and like my my kids both learned to, to walk in the bus. Um, so yeah, I, I attribute my daughter's dancing skills to her having the good balance that she had <laughs> from the bus. <laughs> you know, not, not only did you have your parents and Gabriel, but you'll have your sister on stage, oh, and yeah. now you have your daughter on stage with you. It's the old family affair, huh? It really is, and I'm so lucky. Um, I don't know what I would do without my family, like, they've been the biggest uh help to me because, um. I, I did have my kids early on in my career. I was only two years into my Tejano music career where we had basically uprooted the whole family, come to Texas and bet everything on on me and my career. Um, and so when I got pregnant, oh yeah, this was real scary for me because I was like, oh my God, like what am I gonna do now? And I got a lot of backlash. I got a lot of people saying that I was never gonna amount to anything and that I was just a a statistic and and that there went my career and what a waste and you know like against all odds I was like no you know this is not going to stop me and I had a, a family that loved me and cared about me and was behind me 110 percent and they you know my parents went on the road with me we took the kids on the road and we made it work we had to and so you know here here I am you know 30 years later and now my daughter is on stage with me and you know, my son's doing his own thing. He works for a bank and, and, you know, we're, but we're still all together and still part of, of everything that, you know, that we built as a family. Okay. Moment of truth and total honesty. <clears throat> okay. This was always going to happen. You've always felt it all your life. Didn't you, you knew this was going to happen. And there was no way you were not, not going to do this. Absolutely. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it before we came here. I knew that. And I think that's why I had to move. I was, you know, I told my parents, I'm like, okay, I'm moving to Texas. I went because I came for the first time uh, to the Tejano Music Awards and, and I don't remember what year it was. It was 80, 80 something, 87, 88, something like yeah. that. And um, I mean, I was just, I was shook. Like there was, there's no other word to say. I was just like, oh my God, I have to be part of this. I fell in love with San Antonio. I fell in love even more with the music. Um, I fell in love with all the artists even more because I got to see them in person and got to meet them. I was just like, no, I, I have to be here. I have to be part of all of this. And um, my dad was like, okay, you can, you can do this, but you're not doing it until you, after you graduate. So you're going to graduate. <laughs> and then, then we'll see what happens after that. And like right after high school, I got signed with Capitol. And I mean, it, it was like a whirlwind. It was like, after that, I was just, we, we came here, we recorded um, at Zaz studios 
<laughs> and um, and yeah, and then it just you know it, it just started from there. It was like after that, it was just everything just took off, and and it's crazy, crazy to think back thirty years. Nice, nice. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you guys are just tuning in, of course, we have La Dueña, Miss Stephanie Montel here with us here on the Three Amigos Show. But let's go ahead and take a quick break. We're going to play a music video. And just to let everybody know, this music video came in number one on our top 10 music video countdown for the week. So thank you guys so much for voting. Make sure you guys continue to vote. Go to MasChingonRadio.com. Cast your votes every single day. And I know it's Gabriel Savala. I see him over there pointing clicking the mouse every every five <laughs> <minutes>. <laughs> <You> left me <laughs> we probably went to go vote again that's why <laughs> so, so ladies and gentlemen we're gonna go ahead and play this video right here and this one is a david lee classic with jay perez hasta cuando right here on the three amigos show
Are you having trouble getting your music to the radio and internet music stations? Lila Lisa Promotions is the answer. Lila Lisa Promotions, an industry leader for over 12 years in artist media representation. Lila Lisa Promotions handles some of Tejano's best and brightest. Artists like the Midnight Cowboy from Waco, Texas, Marcus Daniels. Actor, singer, humanitarian, Danny Farias. The Tex-Mex Cowboy, George Mercado. Juan Guerrero y los Chicanos, featuring Gigi Guerrero. The TikTok singers, now Tejano stars, the Ibarra Boys. Musician, singer, and educator, Maritza Gomez. The winner of Tejano Idol, Carlos P. Garcia. Tejano crossover artist, Ronnie Lucero II, Romelo. And Dean Delia of Culturas with the debut of their 2024 album. When you're in need of media representation, hire the best. Lila Lisa Promotions. <laughs> All right. And that was Hasta Cuando, Miss Stephanie Montiel. Awesome video. Where, where was the location for that video? Uh, we have our good friend Roland. Um, he's the owner of uh, TCT, the, the Texas Trocas. I don't know if you guys know of the, they had a, a TV show on the Discovery Channel. And oh. they're out in like the Pleasant, I think it's Pleasanton. Pleasanton, yeah. Um, so it was at, filmed at his ranch. Yeah. So shout out to Roland Mendez. We appreciate all the love that he always gives us. He shows us a lot, a lot of, of support. Whoever, yeah, whoever, whoever did the video shots did like a perfect shot the whole time. You know, you guys were evenly spaced out in the same spots and just, you know, of course, jamming to the music, but it was like perfect shots. Even right it there. Was from like a, it was Gabriel. Gabriel direct that? It was, yeah. I, can, I know that, I know that <laughs> guy's work. Well, I don't, I don't know if he was behind the camera, though, at the same time he was no, playing. No, so this is a crazy thing. So we had everything set up. We were like ready to go um, for out there. <laughs> Waiting for you know for the people like for all the band to get there and all that good stuff, and um, at the last minute the guy that was supposed to film the video was like I am not gonna be able to make it, and we were just like uh, okay so too many things are in, in motion we can't cancel yeah. oh <laughs> so was like you know what okay let's let's do this we can do this so we he set up like our you know like we have a, a real nice camera so he set that up he's we actually set up iPhones and we freaking put them in different places and gamers <laughs> make this happen. We can't, we don't have another option. So technology, Gabriel, he always finds a way. And if you know any of y'all out there that know Gabriel or that have worked with him, I'm telling you, he always, he always makes it happen without fail. So I'm just, you know, and I say that, you know, in the most amazing, wonderful way, because he is such an asset to everything that I do and, and anything that he does for anyone else, uh, he goes above and beyond and he will, you know, do his absolute best for, for anyone, not just myself, but anyone that he works with. And I know that Marcus can attest to this. Um. <laughs> I thought he was a madman because he, <laughs> for my video, he has a whole storyline. Like it looked like a script. And I was like, 
we can't do this in two, three minutes, man. <laughs> I took him, I'm like, dude, you're going to freak Marcus out. Like, this is like a lot. Like, he got into like super detail. Yeah. <laughs> and then he like actually did it. And we were like, wow, okay. Wow, yeah. <laughs> it's a little, no, I call it a novella. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I was freaking out when I saw this script. And I'm like, Campbell, are you really going to be able to deliver this? And he was like, yeah, we're going to make it happen. I already got all the people. I got all the actors. And he's like, and I got this and I got that. And I'm like, I don't know how you're. <laughs> magic all that much information <laughs> he's magic yeah. well, let's let's give some shout outs real quick uh we have vic gonzalez he says hello vic. awesome vic. Vic. hopefully hopefully you're doing better after the awards better. uh is beautiful uh we have cindy and santiago they're always so fun down to earth and cute okay. love you thank you uh she is a mariah carey of tejano hands down now, Mariah Carey's the Stephanie Sullivan of pop music. There you go. Candace Vargas is absolutely an amazing vocalist. Hello, Candace. girl. Out there in New Mexico. Chrissy E says aloha. Hey, awesome artist. We had her on the show last week. That's awesome. Uh, let's see. Yes, Queen's still staying relevant and taking names. Keep kicking booty. Dude, you got to say it right, though. Yes, queen. <laughs> I can't do like that. Yes, man. Love all her music. Thank hey, you. Stephanie. Albert, Mr. Albert, Albert Miranda. How are you? Uh, he's watching in on YouTube. If you guys are watching on YouTube, thank you for tuning in. Uh, saludos para la dueña, Stephanie Montiel. May God continue to bless you and your beautiful family. Always Great interview with the Three Amigos show, Alma and Danny Noyola. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate you guys. Go, Gabriel Zavala, go. (laughs) Marcus, she said iPhones. Oh, Lord. I'm an Android guy. (laughs) Oh, okay, okay. That's where that came in. I have to, like, come to y'all's, like, uh, I don't know if it's a rescue, but anyway. Gabriel, I promise, he kept saying, the babe, he's like, the quality of the pictures and the videos are better. And I'm like, no, they're not. No, they're not. When he filmed the video with his phone, they were so much better, y'all. <laughs> Man, I had a, I had an Android for so long. And I used to go out to shows and try to record. And the audio came out so distorted. And then my really? wife, she was like, tell me, you need to get an iPhone. I was like, hell, no, I'm not getting no iPhone. I'm an Android guy. So they got an iPhone, went out there. I was like. Damn, this thing looks awesome now. <laughs> <laughs> then also they came out with the 4K quality and the sounds awesome. So I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm an iPhone guy now. Yeah, no, they're good, but I don't know. I don't know if it's just Gabriel's phone, but it takes some amazing pictures and amazing video. So I have to I have to get up to that Android man right there. <laughs> Androids. Prove me wrong. <laughs> uh, Stephanie, bring back my 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 husband's song "Mita Soro," so romantic. Oh, that's oh, good. Wow. it's on the balance. Um, yes, we have uh, a backup, so you say, never know. Yes, you never know. She says, You never know. <laughs> I am San Antonio, Texas. Awesome. Uh, Aloha, three amigos. Aloha, ATU, Atu. Aloha, Atu. Okay. Never mind, that's from last week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I lost track of those. I still have that one phrase written down, but we're not going to use that. Oh, uh, go Android. <laughs> go Android. No, I don't think so. Uh, okay, all right. Yeah, it's Android. <laughs> so, how do you, okay, if, it, if anybody's ever gone to uh, Stephanie Montiel's Facebook page, you see she's busy, 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 but then you see all these vacation things, you see the parties at the house. When <laughs> When do you sleep? 
I mean, because you oh, are, it's like not, every day there's something. <laughs> we're not that busy. We try, you know, we try to, we try to keep a nice balance between work and family. Although family is very much involved in everything we do with work. Um, you know, Gabe and I have a grandbaby now, so we're glam parents. And, <laughs> and so we, we try to, to take as much time as we can to spend time um, with Saint. And then of course with our son, Jalen, um, he's, he's not on the road with us. We're trying to get him to come on the road with us because he sings amazing. Um, but he still hasn't gotten to that point yet where he, he understands that he could actually make money doing this. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> so who, who was Disney for? Was it for the kids or was it for you guys? So Gabe actually went out there to do um, a collaboration with Tortilla Factory and Paula de Anda, uh, the, the one that they just released uh, just recently. And um, he was like, hey, y'all want to tag along? And I'm like, LA, tag along? Heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those work. It wasn't a vacation. So, D. They're no, working, no. D. They're working. They make, it, they make it seem like it's a vacation, but they're working too. And it's like, <laughs> yes. So we try to balance, like I said, you know, sometimes if we get a chance to go, you know, outside of Texas, we'll try to stay a couple days extra or, um, you know, just just try to take a little bit of time to do, you know, something for us as well. So this this trip that Gabe made to L.A., um, I was like, we had just come back from Milwaukee. We had done the Milwaukee Festival mm -hmm. out there, Mexican Fiesta. And um we got back, I think, on Sunday, and then we had Monday to kind of just chill out, and then we took off to LA on Tuesday. And so we were out there for that whole week, and we decided while we were there, we were going to take the kids and Saint to to Disney and just you know have a day that you know. I mean, it's it's never enough time for to go to Disney <laughs> for a day. Yeah. But, but we made the most of it, and we had a great time. We went to the beaches and. Um, and then Gabe, you know, they were recording at the beach, so that was really cool too. So we got a chance to, you know, it was like you you just make the most of whatever you can while you're there. So that's what we there was, a, there was another uh, function. I don't know if it was a, a convention. I want to say California or Las Vegas. You were there with a lot of other artists. What was what was that? Yes. Yeah, so y'all know David and Sarah Chavez. They put on oh, the uh, convention in Vegas and um, they do several other events, you know, throughout the year. Um, and this was one, it was called Femme and it recognized a lot of just um, women in, in, you know, Latin women and, and minority women who, who have done great things and who have been inspirational to, you know, to, to not only um, not only women, but to everyone. And so, uh, yeah, so they they honored MC Light. They honored Sheila E. that night. Um, Dolores Huerta was there. Oh, wow. um, and so I was asked to go and sing um, America the Beautiful. And um, nice. Nice. and then Sheila E. pulled me up on stage and my lifelong dream was... <laughs> yeah, she's been my favorite since I was young. And I always wanted to play timbales because of her. Um, but then I, you know, I love to dance too, so I couldn't dance behind the theme bottle. So I'm like, eh. Right. <laughs> so you've had a wondrous and illustrious career. What would have been plan B? What would have, what would Stephanie Sullivan have become? <laughs> it would have probably had to do something with fashion because I, I, I love, I love, you know, anything 
in the beauty stuff. Like um, I had started a makeup line, um, you know, early on in my career. Also, I had Luscious Cosmetics and we released that in the Tejano industry and and kind of worked that for a while. Um, you know, so it would it would have definitely been something in the beauty industry. <laughs> huh. Wow. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just imagining in my head. Okay. Cool. So now you're working on more of these EPs. Yes. What other artists can we expect you to cover? Um, just to give away the game plan. Go ahead, Juan. There's going to be a lot of females coming up because um, I didn't really get to do that on on the rancheras. <laughs> so definitely. Right to some of the some of my favorite the female um, artists and some of the songs that that inspired me um, again when I was living in New Mexico. Um, so yeah, so you can expect some of that. I'm not going to tell you who. So <laughs> it's a secret. Um, but yeah, it's they're they're great songs, and I know you guys are going to love every single one of them because they're they're all huge hits. Um, and just songs that that they're going to take you guys back, just like they you know every time I hear them, I just you know I think of you know, my, my humble beginnings, you know, cause I, I, you know, we don't come, we're not a family that came from money and we didn't, you know, we didn't grow up with a lot of money. My, my parents had four kids and boy, did we, you know, like we, we, you know, we struggled. We, we didn't, um, we didn't, we weren't born with a silver spoon in our mouths. My, my parents worked very hard. Uh, my dad was a musician. Um, and then they opened up a, a satellite business. I don't know if you guys remember, like they put in the old satellite dishes. <laughs> to go out and they would install those for people and um you know we were we'd go out there and work with them sometimes you know my mom and i would be kind of digging ditches and digging like holes where they put the pole in and um so you know we we um we definitely worked hard for for what we had and uh, you know it's like uh it takes me back to those times of listening to those songs and just dreaming about coming to the Lone Star State, coming to Texas and being a part of this beautiful industry. And, um, oh God, I'm getting emotional. Why am I getting emotional? <laughs> well, I'm gonna change that right now. Because, <laughs> because you know, you grew up from humble beginnings, but now your kids have been born into the lap of luxury. What are your kids like? And, and do you get the chancla out for your kids? Oh, definitely that. Yeah, definitely did that. My daughter was like, y'all used to spank me hard. And I'm like, not me, it was your dad. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I believe that, um, you know, I, I definitely believe that kids need to be disciplined. And, and we did we did do that. Um, but in, in a loving way, it was never in a harmful way. It was never... Um, you know, to be malicious or mean, yeah. No. You know, we always, you know, all it's of us. They deserved it. Yeah, she, she was. She was one of those mothers in denial. I never hit you, you liar. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did. I I spanked my kids. I did. Um, but yeah, but it's like you know, like sometimes I think I don't know. Uh, I think sometimes people are a little too lenient these days, and then they're you know. Um, you know, it's like we no, no. Speak your mind. Let's talk about the entitled kids of today. How we'd like to just kick the crap out of all of them. Go ahead. Uh, well, I mean, I don't know. I just, I, I believe in you know supporting our kids for for who they are and for what they do and and their dreams and you know all that stuff. But there comes a time when you know when they if they do wrong, you know they need they need to understand that that's not that's not okay. There there are things that they can't do and that they shouldn't do. And, you know, we're not going to turn the other cheek and we're not going to, you know, say, okay, well, that's all right because you're our kid. No, you know, if something's wrong, it's wrong. And you need to understand that. 
with me, it was I was I made a promise to my children. I said, if you break a rule, you know you're breaking a rule. I you're forcing me. I have to punish you. It's a promise I made to you. You break the rules. I've got to punish you. I like that. Yep, they I'm expected it. <laughs> Who was more of the disciplinarian in the family? You or Gabriel? Uh well, probably there's, Gabriel. There's but the only... and then there's the person that actually does it. So which one which one yeah. is she? I was the guy. You guys do that. I'm gonna but then it would be Gabriel. You were happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you follow through for me. <laughs> you guys play you the good, not cop, one of those good cop, bad cop. Yeah. <laughs> you are not one of those counters. I'm gonna I'm, don't make me come in there. Five, four, three, two. No, no, I, mean, no I wasn't one of those. Oh good, so, thank you. Oh. And never and, and never show up and you'd be like, don't let me count again. I know, really. It's like and they go, Yeah, you're not gonna do anything. <laughs> now it should be the uh job of the glam parents to spoil Saint. So are you gonna oh, spoil wow. him or what? You should spoil him. You have no idea this boy. Like this okay, now this one can do no wrong. Like this one, <laughs> no, there's no spank in this one. He's like he's amazing. Um and you know, everyone I always heard everybody say, you know, you love your kids, but your grandkids, it's like a different, it's something different. And it is, it totally is. Like I don't even know how to explain it. Like he like this weekend we were leaving to Florida and you know, he had to stay with his dad, and I'm like, <laughs> like, <"Wow." laughs> yeah. and I'm like, I don't want him to stay. I want him to go. And Gabriel's looking at me like, "You're crazy. Like, what is wrong with you?" And I'm like, "I'm just so used to him because I take care of him. <laughs> I take care of him all week. Like, he's with me. Like, you know, from morning till till night when my daughter gets home from work. And that boy is like." He's my shadow. He's everywhere with me, and I just love him so much. And it it, it totally is a different kind of love. Like it just, yeah. I just, mean, it's it, again, Stephanie. No, no, do it again because I've never seen this part of you where you're imitating crying. <laughs> you, <laughs> I'm so, I love. No, I'm so bad. Like I literally cry and cry, like like cry, like ugly cry. Like you know, <laughs> you know, you know why you get close to your grandkids is the fact that you can give them back at the end of the day. <laughs> I don't even want to. I call, I'm like, where's my son? Where's my son? <laughs> oh, we had a comment here. D is Dr. Phil. <laughs> no hush. Thank you, Chrissy. Oh, it's the Hano Time buddy out there in, in uh, Dallas Fort Worth. Says Stephanie, hey. exclamation, exclamation, exclamation point. Oh, I got a bone to pick with him. Uh -oh. <laughs> Nicole Cavazo says, hi, Stephanie Montiel. <laughs> uh, can't believe I missed the first part. You can always it's watch you, it. Later. Buddy. It's because it's you. <laughs> It'll be on YouTube, Facebook, the Hano TV, Mastergon Radio, and everywhere, man. So you can oh, he's got it. time to criticize other shows, but then if this one's the one he misses. Yeah, good for you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a bone to pick with him. Aww. Okay. Don't be too uh, hard. <laughs> Daniel Martinez says, Hola, Raza. Hello. Thank you so much for tuning yeah. in. Stephanie, yes, uh, she loved her grandbaby. Nando yes. <laughs> <laughs> Lozoya. Hi, Stephanie. Quesitos. Uh, loco, loco. Vert Ibarra, loco, loco. Vert. Oh, my gosh. I cannot say enough good things about Vert and all the guys from Completo. Like, they, like, killed it this past weekend in Florida, and they made us feel so much at home and just, like, the best sound and lights. Oh my gosh. Cause y'all, 
horrible. Oh my gosh, these guys went above and beyond, and I cannot say enough great things about Grupo Completo and Vert. Um, all of the guys, like they're they're amazing group of guys. Um, thank you so much for we love y'all. We love Completo. Yes. <laughs> yes. And and you guys can check out uh, Grupo Completo, of course, on Mastigon Radio, and of course, some of their videos are on Tejano TV as well. So make sure you guys check them out on our show. And uh, hey, I gotta promote. I gotta promote. <laughs> D, you're up. I'm I'm up. Huh? Your uh, your your PI. It's an hour. One hour. Oh, is it already? Yeah. Wow. I'm sorry. Ladies and gentlemen, we've reached the part, part of the show where this is a one hour show, but unfortunately, Tejanos, when you get them talking, will not shut up and we have a great, great time. <laughs> we have had uh, the, the time limit, the longest running interview is two hours and two minutes. And that was Buddy. I don't tell you. Yeah, there, I got a bone to pick with you. A buddy from Tejano Time. Shelly came in second with an hour and 50 something minutes. And uh, Stephanie, if you've got time tonight, let's break the record. We'll go for like a three-hour interview. And I'm gonna have to find some more videos. We're gonna have to get dig in the vault. Wow. <laughs> it's been an hour already. But no. Yeah. Pull out one of those videos with. Uh, I'm trying to figure out if is that Gabriel in the background of these videos, man. I don't know. He's on keyboards or what. I keep staring I, at him. I, like, I, I, yeah, I see. I see him every now and then. But he was like playing the accordion or playing the keyboard, but he's always looking somewhere else. Like I don't know what exactly <laughs> he's looking at. Because it, it's the like the like look at me. I'm like I'm. I'm looking <laughs> yeah, like 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 Stephanie's over there singing in front of him, but he's looking like way over here. He's styling in profile and styling. So I don't know if profile. there was a screen that he was looking at. Say, man, make, profile. Make sure you <laughs> hey, bro, since you're not here to defend yourself, and she's just throwing you under the bus here, um, I'll know. I'll defend you, my friend. Yeah, no, that's not editing, folks. They they choose the shots, and yeah. <laughs> move along let's move along <laughs> all right but we do have another video for everybody here off the same ep is it and, kissing uh, pals is no, it, we no, no, no. We're gonna, no we're gonna save that Not one yet. for last we're gonna save that one for last we do have the audio for that but we're gonna save that one for last but we do have one it's a roberto polido classic at first i want to hear d do his impression of roberto polido oh wait wait wait, wait. nobody shut up listen the last time i was here I had a great time. Stephanie Montiel, you did a great job on doing one of my songs. And I just want to say, come down to Edinburgh and um, we'll sing together. <laughs> I can do it. I can I can do impressions of Roberto simply because I still owe him a hundred bucks from a, from a card game. That uh, yeah, I still owe him a hundred bucks. Huh? <laughs> All right. But this is he was me to go deer hunting at five o'clock in the morning in Edinburgh, but he told me, yeah, the only thing I gotta say to you is run so. <laughs> <laughs> continue right. on. but this is an awesome video right here and of course her rendition of Fletcher and Venenada right here on the Three Amigos show Por ser como eres, te 
drop but somehow it got stuck <laughs> <laughs> well we'll get to it later on though <laughs> no. but that, well, was, uh, that was an awesome version of that song thank you thank you thank you so it's my dad on sax yeah, yeah. That's yeah. My yeah. that was cool and um and joe vic reina i gotta send a shout out to joe vic uh he came and he helped us out with that as well so um yeah so my dad's there yeah. like i mentioned earlier you know he's a musician and and that's how I kind of just fell in love with, with music, period. Um, they, my parents gave me um, a 45, uh, or I guess it was just a record player, like, you know, but I had, he would only give me 45, so I could only. So I started stealing his, his good ones when he would leave and I was there, I would be listening to Chicago and 
oh my gosh, she's like, and Tower of Power and like all this other stuff. And and I got into his Tejano collection and that's when I really started falling in love with Tejano music and Laura Canales was probably one of the first ones that I just fell in love with. And so, so yeah, so it was, it was because of my dad that I, I really got involved in, in music period. Did, did he enjoy working with you? Uh, you mean for the, for these for videos? Yeah. I think, he, I think he did. Yeah. Cause it's been a while since, uh, since he was picked up his sax. Um, he had, he had a, a, a couple heart attacks, you I know, see. in the past few years. And so, um, it's a, it's a lot harder for him to, you know, to, to have all of that, that power to blow the, the sax now. And, um, but I think, you know, him being up there and, and dancing, I don't, I didn't see any, any problems whatsoever with his. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, we have buddy here. He says, what did I do? I'm an open book. Uh <laughs> buddy will speak privately. Uh oh. <laughs> oh, oh! I love Stephanie Montiel. She is beautiful. Where it says, "Thanks, uh, Stephanie." When are you coming up to the DFW? I'm so sad. We were actually supposed to be there. Uh, I believe it was next week, and we found out today that it's been postponed or changed or something. So this is this is the second time. So I'm like, no, I want to go back up to <laughs> Dallas Fort Worth area. We haven't been there in such a long time. So however you can help us get up there, buddy, we would really appreciate it. There you go. Work <laughs> work your magic. Work your magic. Uh Chrissy says, D, maybe uh -huh. if you teach her some of your Hawaiian language you learned last week. Sure. Uh, Imahu. Imahu. Imahu? Yeah. No, 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 no. Definitely don't say it. Don't 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 I said they, it. No, no, they, they taught, <laughs> Christy and Jonathan taught me a bunch of Hawaiian phrases last week that are all the that, that are all the dirty words or bad phrases that you don't say to anybody. So <laughs> Aloha Imahu is one I don't know what it means at all, but I'll I'll say it gladly. And um, <laughs> the other one is if you see a fat guy, just don't say Aloha Papa. That's <laughs> oh no, I'll play with my boto. Don't don't play with your bottle. What a joke. We don't have a bottle. <laughs> yeah, hey, don't say those either. Moving along. Why'd you post that one? <laughs> <laughs> she was, she said it. Uh, Marcus was that on Mar Marcus Daniel okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Vanessa Rodriguez, yes, amiga. <laughs> Bird, hands down the best Tahano female artist, in my opinion. Oh, thank you, Bert. I appreciate that. We need to you. bring you back to the 956. Yes, we got to get down to the valley. We'll be out there next uh, next week, but just do radio promotion and all that good stuff. So, But 956, we need to come see y'all. <laughs> Thank you. He's a moving along there, Juan. <laughs> I'd like to know when her and Shelly are going to do another talent search. Lots of hidden treasure out there. Oh, man. we Yeah. You know, actually, that was another Gabriel idea, that whole – um, it was called Finding the Next Viva Tejana. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I told you that this guy has always got something up his sleeve. And so, yeah, we did a challenge search a few years back. Who, and, who won that? And we, uh, you know, some of the some of the girls that I think that Shelly's working with now are some of those girls that we, we discovered back then. Um, and uh, the winner was from Tulare, Tulare, that how you say it? I don't know, Tulare, California. Tulare, um, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mercedes Shirell, she's amazing. Um, still a very good friend to this day, and um, an incredible vocalist. Uh, not just in Tejano, but she sings everything, and she's she's incredible. She's amazing. So, yeah, that'd be cool. Do, don't you think there's a problem though when, 
like for you, it was coming up, working hard, going, playing little dive bars, gaining experience and becoming and getting better as you as you climb the ladder. When people have these talent shows, sure, they have the talent, but do they have the the do they have that soul? That right. soul? I mean, how do you feel about that? You know, that's that is it's um. I mean, that's a valid point, you know, and so many people, I think like in today's day and age, that's what is a little bit, um, it's difficult for me sometimes to see a lot of people online and, and singing and doing stuff like that, because, you know, you can sing with Shmuel and, and it can help you sound better. And, you know, there's auto tune and there's ways to like uh. kind of make you look better, sound better. Uh, but when you get up there on that stage, I mean, that's the true test. Um, and you know, uh, it's it's a little difficult sometimes to 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 see like who is who's real and who isn't um but you know it's like all of these people we you know we we've got to give them a chance because that's you know we all started like that we didn't start with the band we didn't start with the best right. i mean I, I definitely wasn't the singer that i am today when i first started um it took a long time to learn my craft and to get better and and we do have to support these these young up and coming artists and um but, but they have to, they have to the hard, the hard thing for them to learn, though, is that when you're up there, it's not about you. It's about that connection to your audience. That that's yeah. something nobody can teach you. You get up right. there and you give love, and they give it back. And there's that connection that happens. And people just think, I just get up there and sing and look good, and I'll be make a million dollars. It's yeah, not, it's no. not about you. Absolutely. And, and, you know, that's something even, even I still struggle with. Um, that's probably my least favorite thing to do on stage is I don't like to talk a lot. I like to get up there and I like to sing and I like to put on a show. Um, but my interaction, sometimes I, I get a little shy and a lot of times people are like, Oh, you're not shy. And I am, I'm actually a very quiet person, you know, ask like any of my friends, like, like the people that really know me and I don't talk a lot. I, I kind of, you know, like I'll listen and I'll sit there and I'll laugh with you, but I don't do a whole lot of talking. And it's just cause I, that's just me. That's just how I've always been um, on interviews. I kind of have to. So I've learned <laughs> to share my story and my experiences, but if it were up to me, I'm just not a very big talker. Well, it's the persona you have. It's your alter ego. It's that side of you that you let loose. Because on stage, you can do no wrong. You can get up there and you can act a complete fool and people will love you for it. They will expect that because you're on stage. But you can't do that in real life out in public. So, yeah. Yeah. so I understand it. I'm exactly the same way. I talk a lot here. Yeah. What's well, it's it's, diff it's different. I think you know this is similar. It's similar though. It's similar to being on stage. So it's kind of like it, you know, yeah. it, you feel kind of comfortable, and especially with you know when you know people, the people you're interviewing with, and you feel comfortable around them. It's it's so much easier. Um, but yeah, but it's, but you're right. You're right. You definitely have to connect. You have to connect with your audience. You have to make them feel a uh, part of what you're doing. And I think that that's where you know you engage people and and you you draw them in. Um, you don't so see that you do that though. That Okay. <laughs> you, you Sometimes I feel that like it's weird. Oh my god! Well, okay. You've cultivated an image that you got like a, it's. It's. I don't call, like to call it a brand. It's just that there's now a mystique and an aura about you. And when you come out on stage, you are you are more than people expect. And when you perform, you you exude this radiance and this this. It, <laughs> 
a well-deserved dignity, I guess. And people love watching you perform. And so there is that connection because you are what they envisioned. They they went hoping to see a queen and they and they get one. And that's a, <laughs> and that's a great thing to have. It, it gives people a lot of love, a lot of energy, a lot of hope, a lot of a lot of love. So yeah, you do a great job. So I don't see how you like no connection. Yeah, there's a there's a connection that uh, I think she has a it's like a stop, spin, stop. It's a move she does, and automatically the connection to the crowd just a stop, drop, and a spin and a rock. She's on fire. Like, yeah, it's a pretty smooth move, man. It, it's a smooth move. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> You're not nervous about that, like with wet floors or or cables. You ever you ever get nervous about oh, yeah. your moves up there? Absolutely. Like, okay. and it, yeah. If I if I feel kind of strange or like if it feels like like this like slippery or anything, I you I won't do that. Like I won't I won't do my spins because I'm like I've I've fallen before and it wasn't pretty. Um, so yeah, I I kind of if if I if I'm not feeling it, I'll kind of do little spins or baby spins. <laughs> no one does it better though. No one does it better. What's the what's the most harrowing thing that's happened to you on stage? The most embarrassing, um, harrowing thing that's ever happened to you. Most embarrassing? I don't. Uh, I fall. I mean, I fall in. I like. I. 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 I did my turn, and the the cord wrapped around my ankles <laughs> that I couldn't even move, and I was like back and forth, and I just went boom, and I like I kind of sat because I was like, if I just let myself go, I'm gonna knock the drums down and everything. <laughs> <laughs> sat down so that I wouldn't like completely bust it. Um, did you con cool. did you continue singing or did you just pause? Oh yeah, and I kept singing and my sister was like unwrapping the cord from my. Always <laughs> 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 so good to have family on stage. <laughs> She's like, "Hey, sister, your hair extensions showing." Hey, sister, like. <laughs> she got your back. She got your back. She totally has my back. Um, Let's see. And then probably one of the scariest things that happened on stage was one night we were playing here in San Antonio at the old Grand Central Station. Yeah. And that stage, I don't know if you remember, but it was pretty high. I don't know like how many feet high, but it was taller than me. I'm 4'11", so it was, it was, it was taller than me. And um, we're up there jamming, just having an awesome show. And this guy keeps like waving at me and he has a girl standing next to him. And I'm like, okay, you know, like whatever. So like, I always wave at everyone. Like I'm not like flirting or whatever. Um, so like he kept waving and I'm like, okay. Like, and I'd go to the other side of the stage and I'd come back and he'd wave again. And I'm like, okay. Um, <laughs> the next thing I know, the girl that's standing next to him walks up to me and she puts her hand up. Like she's going to shake my hand. And um, I was like, okay. So she's going to shake my hand. No, she like literally grabbed my wrist and yanked me off the stage. She pulled me off completely oh my god and wow i was like oh my god like i was totally caught off guard but luckily i landed on my feet and i grabbed her by her throat and i pushed her i don't i'm not like the type of person that ever would do something like that but i grabbed her by her throat and i pushed her up against me and i'm like why did you do that and she was she was mad because she thought i was flirting with her dude and i'm oh like oh my god my husband's right there on the stage i'm not flirting Stephanie has Stephanie has ninja moves. 
<laughs> no, Stephanie went Westside Albuquerque, mofo. So I think like I think Rebecca Valadez actually got it on video. She told me <laughs> that's it. We're gonna call Rebecca right now. <laughs> yeah. So it, but it was so scary. Like it was, it was one of the scariest things that I, I, I mean, I didn't ever expect that. And um, yeah, I don't know how I landed on my feet, or I don't know. It was crazy, but that's. In yeah. heels, falling off the yeah. stage. Yes. So it was, it was a nuts, a nuts night for me. <laughs> Those are them cat reflexes. You just land on your feet. <laughs> he is a superhero, guys. She is a superhero. I knew it. I'm telling you, man. No, no, she's gangster. That's what she is. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> oh, man. We have this comment right here. Uh, Stephanie, will you ever do a Tejano collaboration with the Colorado New Mexico musicians. Say no. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I have to. That's New Mexico's my home state. So in Colorado, it's like Colorado always will come on D. Um <laughs> they, you know, like Colorado's just amazing. Do, do you do you ever do you ever implement that New Mexico style since you're from there? Do you ever implement that into your music? I did an album a few years back. My uncle, um, my uncle's a songwriter and so he writes a lot of like that style like the you know like the new mexico style so gabriel produced an, an album for him and um i recorded all the vocals on it and and they're very very traditional like new mexico style songs so um yeah so i did that a few years back had to had to help out my family with with that album and it's it's one of my favorites actually it's it's totally different totally different than what we do in tejano you know and what what my style is but um, but it was definitely a fun one. Okay, what is D up to now? Yes. There's no telling what. I was just about to ask a question about D and he goes away. I'll just ask you, Steph, <laughs> <laughs> that performance in Vegas, had y'all done that before ever? No. That, and we didn't even get to rehearse, no right? No. Oh we really jumped up on stage. And I'm looking at, because I was so nervous. Like, D is like, like he's one of the what like when I talk about like all these artists that I looked up to like D and Delia were like like show wise there was nobody that could match their show like their their show was just incredible and I know now that y'all are coming back everybody better y'all better watch out like because this is gonna be incredible uh, like serious it's gonna be amazing thanks for the build up stuff <laughs> no like I, pressure I really pressure performing with him in Vegas. Like that energy and that, you know, just that, oh, like whatever that is, he still has that. Oh, <laughs> did, you, did you did you get to slap him? Because he usually tells a story about Delia used to really slap him. Did you slap him? I'm going for I no. told her she could slap me. I said, please go. Oh, you should have slapped the hell out of him. <laughs> No, I was so nervous. I like seriously, I was so nervous to perform with him because I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, and I was looking at him like, you better like help me with these words because I'm freaking out right now. <laughs> <laughs> but let me let me tell you something that the audience did not know. Because of because of COVID, there were two members of your band that weren't two there that night. Because and they got so Gabriel had his he had his laptop out. He had he was surrounded by cords and screens on the left side of the screen because he was covering the bass part, accordion part, keyboard part, and all by himself. And so it was just a matter of timing and they didn't get to rehearse any of this. He had to make it so it, it felt seamless. 
And then we had to go out and sing on, on top of that. And it was it was fun. I loved, I had a great and time. Mind you, it wasn't just D and I. It was also, we also uh, backed up Tristan Ramos and his yeah. brother. So it was like all three artists and, you know, it was like mixture of music and songs and, and then missing two band members. It was just like, Oh my goodness. I, so I was, I was nerves were like way past here. And I'm looking at D and I'm like, Oh my God, I'm on stage with D. <laughs> uh, guys, what you really don't realize is that how short she is. <laughs> Thank you. You turn around and all you see is the top of her head. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I, I think we ha I think we have a picture together of how this was about six seven years ago or something, and she's like this short. I'm so tiny; people don't realize it, and it's like it's funny because I get people that are like, "Oh my god, she's so fat. She's so this or she's so that." And I'm like, "Dude, I'm four eleven. I weigh 130 pounds." I'm like, "I know I'm a little bit heavy for my size, but I'm only four <laughs> But the thing is, on stage you're ten feet tall, and that's what you exude. This, this, like I said, there's a greatness about you that you exude, and that's what the audience picks up on, and that's what you give them, and that's the love you get back from them, and you're just awesome at it. So, thanks. I'm glad I got to meet you. I got, I'm glad I know you. So, yeah, thanks. No, likewise, and I've been so blessed to have come into the industry when I did, and. You know, it was at the height, the peak of, of Tejano, and, and it was just such an amazing time. And I have such great memories, and um, I've made some wonderful friendships throughout the years, and I'm just so grateful for that. You know, I have so much respect for everyone in this industry. Um, you know, like, there, all this stuff that's going on and, and the, the people that are fighting and, you know, this and that that's going on, you know, we need to band together. We need to help one another because our industry is, it's it's so beautiful like our music is so incredible and and you see that you see you know how it's touching lives again um you know i feel like like it's coming full circle you know when selena was here and, and emilio and, and it was like worldwide i think we're at that point again and you're seeing that with um you know as people will will say it's not tejano but with with frontera <laughs> i knew you were going there <laughs> um you know they're tech they're texas-based musicians and, yeah. and they it not be the Tejano style, but they're from Texas and they're giving Tejano music an outlet again. They're giving yep. us a name again where, where we can we can piggyback off of that and and say, you know what, we're here. You know, we're still here after all this time. And look at look at what we have to offer. Look at all these amazing artists and musicians and songwriters and producers. And you know, we can compete. We're just as good, you know, and, and we don't just sing Spanish music. We do it all. And yeah do it well. And so I just feel like this is our opportunity to really just kind of ride those coattails and open those doors again for, for our industry. You need to run, either run for an office or we need to create a, <laughs> create a, a chancellorship for you that to represent Tahana Music. Yeah, that was very well said. <laughs> oh, but what uh, Stephanie doesn't know is that I've been on three tours, three tours where, uh, where young ladies, they go, we know where Stephanie lives. And they say, we want to drive by her house. And so there have been three occasions over the years where they, they say, that's where she lives. And, so, so you just, Aww. it's, it's random, it's mania. But that, three times I've had to go go on, the, go on that ride to her house. But you, well, then why you, don't y'all stop by? 
I mean, oh, I mean, sure. I mean look like this, I might scare y'all, but hey, <laughs> y'all <welcome to> <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe in glammy mode or, or maybe not glammy mode, just grandma mode. <laughs> Come out of sweats and chanclas and hair and a ponytail. <laughs> oh man. Oh, let's see. We have Cindy Santiago. Steph can sing anything from Tejano Country, Ranchera, you name it, she can sing it. Her performance is always top notch. She is definitely hands down the best female in Tejano. Her R and B is killer, guys. Uh, thanks. Thank you. Thank you. No, I see. We have, uh, back then you used to have the whole package, but I feel like our genre is just praising anything. Now the voices first and personality is everything. I feel like mediocre singers are on the stage now and are half dressed and are praised. You most definitely are the full package. And I've admired that for a long time. Your vocals are outrageous and I enjoy covering your music. Aw, thank you. Thanks so much. That means thank a you. lot. For writing the book. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. you, know, you know what Stephanie gets away with that nobody else can do? She can wear anything. The 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 rays of the rays of light that came from here. That what is that? A headdress, a crown, or a corona? Oh. Was, yeah, for the Hanukkah Music Awards, I wore a crown. Yeah, it was it, it was so cool. I just saw it and I was like, was great. I'm gonna wear that. I, it's too cool. I have to wear. It. Nobody else can do that. Nobody. I mean, you can. Uh, you can thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, I'll stop. You. Thank you. <laughs> no, but that's part of it. You know, it's so like that's what we're here. We're we're entertainers. You know, like we we can do stuff like that. I mean, Marcus has his his all his cool jackets. I'm always like, where'd you find that, Marcus? Like, yeah. <laughs> that's that's Cynthia. And, you know, and see, like back in the day, it was like the dreadlocks. No one had freaking dreadlocks. Come on now, like you know, like it was just like we all have you know that thing that makes us special, yeah. and, and we all need to celebrate that. Um, you know, I I I do agree that you know sometimes. It's not about showing all the skin and all that stuff, you know. <sighs> if you can, I mean, more power to you, sister. But this Glammy, she can't do that no more. <laughs> <laughs> so how many times have you been in the audience, Stephanie, gone, and gone, I wish I could dress them? Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, I actually, that is actually my dream. Okay, so if there's anyone out oh. there that wants to help me with this, this is something, but it's not in a, in a mean way. Like, I've always wanted to open up... Um, a, a clothing store. I wanted to have a boutique um, that dresses only like Tejano stars. Like I like that's something that I would love. Get to it, do Because I see, yeah, because I see so many different artists, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this would be cool for for him, or this would be cool for her, or this would be cool for this band. And you know, like I said, we all have something different that we have to offer, or a different style, or a different take on on what Tejano music is. We're not all about. The cowboy hats and the you know the starch jeans and all that stuff. So that is something that I would love to do some days is open up a store that caters to the Tejano stars and and artists and and you know maybe someday I'll, I'll get that opportunity. We'll see. Do it. I'll be I'll be first in line because I I got all my stuff from women's stores. I had to find the largest size in women's jackets and pants and stuff like that because they didn't do it yeah. for guys. Right. And, you know, like I, I like sometimes some of the stuff that I get for the guys sometimes like in the past, like not not the band right now, but one of my my previous bass player, 
he was like, I'm gonna wear girls' jeans because the guys don't fit right. Like they don't, yeah. they, they're like too like big, they're baggy. He's like, I don't want big baggy pants. And I'm like, <laughs> I get that. Like, so like finally when skinny jeans started becoming a thing, it was kind of yeah. like, oh, okay, here we go. Someone got the message, you know, they got the idea that, you know, guys don't always want to wear these big old huge baggy jeans, you know, or whatever it may be. But yeah, I mean, there's there's always a way around um, around things that we that we want to do and, and creative ways to make that stuff happen. So why not? <laughs> I want to see one in some skinny jeans. Come on, one. Hell no. Get in some jeggings. Yeah, I'll strain. <laughs> I will strain myself trying to wear those things. Oh, they stretch. They stretch really nice. They stretch. Abandon them. <laughs> no, I, I don't. I don't ever see myself. I have to. I have to be loose, fit clothing. I can't wear nothing tight like that. Oh, it's, why do they call you steam nalgas? Why? Not why? Try it. My my butt will break out of those things and put my pants. <laughs> oh man, they say put D in a dress. No, no. I've worn dresses on stage before. Does not frighten me. Be I, the next. The, the next. Uh, the next Medea. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh God, no! No, I can't. I can't do nothing skinny whatsoever. I have to have loose clothing on. You know, mm -hmm. the only thing that fits tight is around the waist. Understandable. I want to see Marcus, man, in one of those fishnet, fishnet tops. <laughs> no, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> so anyway, casitos. <laughs> Change subject, huh? That's a. Is that? Is that Going that's going to be on a new CD. I know you got your EPs coming out, but is this yes. is separate? So this is separate. This will be on my actual album. Um, that's probably going to be coming out a little bit later because, like I said, these these um compilations that we're doing for the the favoritas album, um, this is kind of we're going to be releasing these pretty consecutively here. Um, like I mentioned earlier, the second one, volume two, is almost done. I just have to go in and do vocals probably this week or next. Well, yeah. you know, I'm sorry to interrupt, but okay. uh -oh. you've, you've spoiled the audience. They're going to be expecting <laughs> another video compilation like that. <laughs> we'll see if we can make it happen again. Uh, <laughs> not on the last videographer because he didn't show up. So yeah. <laughs> <Tell somebody> else. <laughs> she she keeps on doing with them, and we're going to have about an hour or two of just Stephanie Montiel I know, on, on TV by itself. We have a, min a mini movie, right? Right there, you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she's saturating the market. It's all Stephanie. There's no other artists out there anymore. <laughs> it just no. happened. It, was, it, didn't, it wasn't by design. It wasn't. Mm -hmm. It just, it just mm -hmm. so that it kind of like all co kind of coincided. It um, just so happened that it's never been done before. <laughs> it just so happened that this precedes an album that's coming out right on the heels of this so yeah it's not I promise. by design i promise it's, i think he swear it didn't it wasn't it wasn't done by design it just happened this way so, <laughs> so how many so is there a set limit of volumes or are you just gonna keep on going to um see? right now we're gonna do three three is what um oh, wow. is what we're what we're gonna work with right now because we're gonna do the, the ranch we did the rancheras we're gonna do the baladas yeah, and we'll do the cumbias so um, there's still like so many that that so many rancheras that I wanted to do and you know like there's 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 just so many like seriously like there's a lot um, you know a lot of music out there that I listened to and just really just consumed and and just um, 
I mean, I I dove in. I dove in deep and I learned every every freaking song I'm telling you. And <laughs> I was so in love with it. I just I mean, I was just like, oh my God, I have to I have to do this, you know? And so it was just anything that I could listen to. I I, I just took it all in and, and I learned as much as I could and um, I was so green though. Like I was, you know, because it was, I hadn't really um, been, been exposed to it other than on recordings. So like when I came out here and I saw the shows, I was like, Whoa, like what, what is going on? What is this? You know, and that's when the Rosedale parks were going on. Like, oh gosh, like, and hemisphere had those huge, mm. you know, concerts out there. And um, I mean, just everywhere. I mean, every, any given week, you T town and Tejano Rose and, all these places that were just constantly having to handle shows at uh, Randy's and every, night, and every, every, every weekend at the market square, the roads were closed down because they had the bands on the street every weekend and during the summer. Yes. And you know, actually one of the, the biggest things that, that kind of just inspired me was when I first came, um, one of my, one of my first friends that I made here in Texas, her name is Monica Gonzalez. And her family was like, oh, we got to take you out to Poteet. You know, they have the straw yeah. this festival out there. And they have the the, the pulga. They have the, the, the flea market. And I'm like, okay, what's okay, what's that? <laughs> New Mexico, why do I want to go to the flea market? No, they have music out there. And I'm like, at the flea market? Girl, so we went out there and, oh, my gosh, the two Gs were playing. And I was just like, I mean, I literally stood next to the stage and mm. I was, just, I fell in love. I fell so deeply in love with the Dos Invertos sound. I was like, oh my God, what is, what is, I didn't know what Conjunto music was. Like I had never really been exposed to like true Conjunto music like that. And I was like, what is this? I love this. Like I, like I, I like I felt it in my soul. Like it was just, oh, it just spoke to me. And to this day, the two Gs are just, you know, one of my biggest inspirations. I love them so much. Now, before you go, I, I wanted to ask you, because people, despite your fame, they really don't know you. What is something that you want people to know about you that, that they don't know? Something that, sincerely, you'd like for them to know? Either how hard it is to be do what you do or just something. Um, I'm a horrible cook. Uh <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, I'm not horrible, horrible, but I, uh, like Gabriel's definitely a better cook than me. Like he could go to the refrigerator and just pick stuff out and make something amazing. And I'm like, golly, like, I didn't even see that there. Like, where did you find that? <laughs> but, um, I don't know. I, I like, I'm super, super easy to get along with. I'm, you know, like what you see is what you get with me. Like I'm you know, I, I love what I do and I'm so grateful, um, to even have this opportunity to be able to do this for so many years. Um, I, you know, I, I knew that I was going to be a singer and I knew that I wanted to do this, but I didn't know how I was going to be received mm -hmm. in Texas. And, and, you know, that's, that was a big, a big thing for me. And then, like I mentioned earlier about having kids at an early age and, and so early on in my career, I really didn't know how long I would be doing this, but it's it's so amazing to know that like in the, the 30 years that I've been doing this, I, I've i never not had a band. I've had a band the entire time. I've, I've toured this whole time. I've, you know, 
always done music. It's, I've never had a regular job. It's, it's always been music. And so I'm not saying that to, you know, to pat myself on the back or anything like that. I'm just saying that I commitment race. Like I, I, I graciously am, 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 am saying thank you to everyone out there for listening to my music and for allowing me to do this for so long, because I, I, I didn't know if I would, you know, I, I didn't know if I could because I wasn't sure, um, you know, just how, how I would be received. You know, I wasn't, I, a lot of people were like, Oh, they're never going to, you know, you know, you're never going to be part of it because you're not from here. You're not originally from Texas. And, you know, maybe to an extent that's true, but, um, but I've lived here now in Texas longer than I lived in New Mexico. My children were born here. Um, my husband's from here. My, my whole family lives here now. My whole immediate family, my, my parents moved here with me, my brothers, my sister. And we've all, you know, made our families here now. And um, I'm just, you know, so thankful. So I want y'all to know that. I, I'm so, so, so grateful um, to be able to continue to do this, what I love and what I dreamt of doing my whole life since a little girl. Um, I'm thankful for the opportunities. I'm thankful for you guys coming out to the shows and for supporting my music and buying my merchandise and and just you know being a part of my life for the past 30 years. I, I'm 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 beyond grateful and I I don't know how else to say that but just thank you. Thank you for letting me be part of this industry. Thank you for letting me be part of your lives and um, the soundtrack to your lives. If you've listened to my music throughout the 30 years that I've been in the industry. So um, what you see is what you get from me because I, I want people to know that I'm, I'm genuine and I, I, do, um, I do really, really care about how people like my music. It's not just um, putting music out to put music out to, to you know, survive. I, I put music out that I love and, I, and music that I hope that you're going to love as well. And that's all I can do. Okay. Awesome. Confession. Uh, when you invited me to sing El Ocente and I went out to Vegas, I was deathly afraid of you the entire time. Why? <laughs> because I am an introvert just like you are. And the thing is, you are such an awesome singer. And I went, oh, man, I hope I don't bring this show down. Oh, my God. No, that was so cool. That's, that was really cool. I, I I got so many people that loved that. And, and it was You're just scary. So you are scary. <laughs> No. So that's my confession to you. Uh, <laughs> what things? Well, now you saw how excited and nervous I was too. But, like, <laughs> you, but I was just like, oh, Lord. I'm like, here's my confession. I got one. I got a confession. Okay. Went to the studio and I'm like, I hope Stephanie doesn't walk in here. Cause I, what am I supposed to do? I think I'll just leave. <laughs> but no, it was just a normal handshake hey how you doing it was just like so normal but that's not what i was expecting see her persona is so huge, huge. you know yes yeah so <laughs> how would you feel if you walked in if you if, if dolly Parton walked in to say to say hi to you it's, it's that kind of feeling it's like that's, that's the, what we feel like towards the greatness and oh crap i hope yeah. i don't screw this up that's so sweet, you guys. Thank you. I don't see myself like that at all. At all. At all. <laughs> now that you said that, um, Tina Mares, she's she's a yeah. and she, you know, she came over. Gabe used to work out of the house, and he had his studio kind of like in, in in the garage, and he had converted it and made you know his his place there to to do his, his music, and um and she came over one day to perform or to perform to to record her single, 
And um, and she was late. And and Gabe's like, well, just let me know when she's here. She's gonna, you know, she's gonna ring the doorbell. Just let me know when she she gets here. And she was late. And and then she comes to the door and she's looking at me like kind of like weird. And I'm like, are you okay? Are you all right? And she was like, yeah, no, I'm fine. I'm like, I'm excited. And you could tell she was a little nervous. I'm like, chill out. You're good. Like everything's fine. And then, like, later on, like, a, a couple of years later, she's like, I have to confess something. And I'm like, what? And she goes, girl, I was outside your house throwing up. <laughs> <'Cause> I was- <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, why? <laughs> and I'm like, Yo, you're in the studio like, man, I hope she can't hear me singing. No. You know? <laughs> so I mess up all the time. Like, I mess up. Like, I don't. Like, these are not one takes. These are not. <laughs> no. It's nothing like that. It's like. I have to work just as hard and it's, you know, it, it's, I'm, I'm really, I'm very hard on myself. Like I, if it, if it doesn't sound right, if I'm not happy with it, I will go back and I will change one word. And Gabriel, yeah. are you serious right now? And I'm like, yes, like I can't, I just can't leave it because it's going to bug me yep. every time I hear it. So like I've learned throughout the years, cause I did that on a few songs and I'm like, I can't even listen to it. Change the song. <laughs> so I will go back and I will change a word because I don't like it. So don't think that like what I do is 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 like that in the studio because it's not perfect ever. Um, and I'm just you know I'm I'm human. I'm just like you guys. And yeah, no. It's, okay, it's, Stephanie, it's, it's forty been forty five minutes since I sounded the one hour mark. We yeah. don't we don't want to keep you too much longer. We just we're <laughs> glad you're here. We yeah, we do. For, yeah, we do for a little bit because we actually have to introduce her brand new single out to the world in case they haven't heard it yet so we're gonna have it here for everybody so i like kissy toes yes kissy toes kissy toes that's a whole other song that's a whole other song confession i'm not wearing any shoes now you're gonna convince d to stand up d don't stand up please He's gonna show his feet now. <laughs> no, I'm not wearing a Johnny C. Yeah, see, I knew it. <laughs> I'm comfortable oh, in my own. Oh, no. oh my no. god. Oh, thanks, Jeff. Thanks for that. Oh yeah. <laughs> um oh, that was that was oh, awesome. yes, Kisitos. Oh, yes. Um, so tell us, tell us a little, right before we play the song. Tell us a little bit about it. What was the motivation behind Kissy Toes? Got me coffee over here. <laughs> I'm gonna start calling it wrong now. Kissy, kissy Toes. Okay. There you go. Yes. So this. Okay. So Kissy Toes is something that I've always kind of said. Like I would make my Facebook posts and and it was just you know using kisses and and besitos together and so i would say kisitos as like kind of like a, just a little like something that was mine you know something that i kind of just kind of said after you know after every post um and then when my daughter had my grandson saint i i would always tell him i said can can you give me kisitos i would tell him and and that's the only way he'll kiss me now he doesn't kiss me if i say can i have kisses or, or besitos i have to say kisitos and he kisses me so so that became that and then so and home one night as we were working on one of the songs and, and we had the music he had the music you know all pretty much arranged and and we had like kind of like you know humming what's that what's that one two three four five no no just how you've affected the industry by singing dancing 
fashion, changing the vernacular. Now, quesitos are going to be part of the English language. And can't get a shot. Can't get a shot also. Can't get a shot. Yeah, you're, you're changing the vernacular. Yeah, so I'm, just, I'm illustrating the ways you've affected life, life on the planet. So, gosh, here's, a, here's another one. Okay. And hanging out, hanging out with the comadre. <laughs> yes, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> All right. Yes, well, Kisitos was born. There you go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, in case you haven't heard it, we do have it right here on Tejano TV. And of course, it's playing now on Mastringon Radio. Is it all on all the streaming platforms yet? Yes, it's everywhere. It's available everywhere. So you guys there go you go. download so make- it, share it, like it, all that good stuff. Add it there to you your go. playlist. There you go. Make sure you guys check it out. And this is Stefano Montiel's brand new single, Kisitos, right here on the Three Amigos Show.
what's happening in Tejano with the Tejano Tom Podcast with Keith Leal. Keep track of hit videos with the top 10 video music countdown. Tune in for in-depth interviews with the stars on the Three Amigos Show. And check out videos new and old on our latest edition, Cantamos con Biggie B. As always, there's lots to see here on Tejano TV, now available on Roku and Amazon Fire Stick. I think we've got Marcus. Oh, good, good. <laughs> I'll say, great job, Marcus. No, I know yeah. the only voiceover he'll do. Come on, you, we need to do voice more. D, you're the voice of the Hunnel TV, so I don't want to take over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm awesome. learning. I love it. This but but so Stephanie, that, that is a great that is a great song. Yes. Congratulations on that. Um, so. we, we do have a comment. Uh, are you going to do a music video for it? For it? Uh, yes, we were hoping to. We were actually just talking about it this morning because we had been kind of, you know, tossing around ideas on what to do. So we were we were talking about it this morning. So, yes, it's coming up. <laughs> nice. Nice. All right. But before we uh, release her from captivity here, on the know. Show, <laughs> let's see who we got for next week. We actually have two shows for next week. So let's see who we got. This week on the Three Amigos Show. He's a conjunto powerhouse who's played with the who's who of Tejano music. We're talking singer and accordionist J.R. Gomez. I tell you, he's one bad mother. Shut your mouth. But I'm talking about J.R. Be here on November 7th with the Three Amigos Show interviews J.R. Gomez. Right here on the Three Amigos Show. All right, that's going to be an awesome show right there. So, nice. JR Gomez next week. And <laughs> let's see who else we have for Wednesday. This week on the Three Amigos Show. Hot off their win at the 43rd Annual Tejano Music Awards, the Three Amigos Show welcomes Mike Gonzalez and Di Marie of the supergroup Mike Gonzalez and the Iconics. Join us Wednesday, October 8th, as the Three Amigos Show hosts Mike G and Di Marie. You've heard their music, you've seen their shows, and now you get to hear it from them what it's like to garner success after success in the Tejano industry on their own terms. Right here on the Three Amigos Show. All right. Yeah, big, yeah. Congrats, big congratulations to them on their wins at the Tejano Music Awards last weekend. And uh, I'm not going to tell you exactly what happened, but one of the <laughs> one of the one of the bottles ended up empty <laughs> because of the iconic. That happened. <laughs> I won't give away no names. I'll I'll let them I'll let them speak on that next week. What me? Some people some people wanted to stay away from that subject, but it was good. They they really enjoyed the tequila and. A lot of them are going to hit up Marisol now for sponsorships. So. <laughs> sure, they're getting bombarded by uh, by calls now, but it's awesome tequila. Make sure you guys try it. But uh, those are our shows for next week. And uh, Stephanie, thank you so much for being a good sport and being on our show. We really appreciate it. Much continued success to you, my dear. You're doing an awesome job. Thanks, yes. guys. And we, so and we can't wait for the next eight videos that you have in a row. It'll be 15 songs <laughs> back to back. <laughs> Thanks, guys. No, I appreciate y'all. Much respect to all three of you guys. And kudos for everything you guys are doing. I mean, 
the show looks amazing, sounds amazing, and the three of you collectively coming together to do this is just super cool. Um, <laughs> no, this is awesome. I love it. And it was such a pleasure getting to spend some time with y'all today. So thank awesome. you for having me on. Thank you. Again, thanks for the support with the songs and the videos and, and everything else. I'll continue on, you know, playing so that we can make it number one again next week. Gabriel and I will just keep playing it. Over. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to stay up till five o'clock in the morning. <laughs> click, 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 click. Yeah. Um, Last okay. question. Last question. Okay. Which, one, which side is your bad side? Come on. I can't find it. Bad side? Ugh. Do you have a bad side? No. Yeah. Yes. I'm like, oh my gosh, as I'm getting older, I'm like, I hate to watch like back at the, the shows or whatever. I'm like, ah, no. <laughs> no, I don't have a favorite side. I don't know. I'm not like Mariah Carey. She can only like do like one. Side. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm like, it is what it is. You get what you get. That's it. <laughs> Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you for being here tonight. Thank we have a good time. TV. We love you guys. Mas Chingon Radio. Thank you guys. Juan. And of course, Marcus, we love you guys. Thanks and to oh, everyone. Wait, of course, Marcus. Wait, huh? come on, D. Give me <laughs> of course, Marcus. Been... She, she want to leave course, me out. The whole crew. <laughs> <laughs> and continued success in everything that you guys are doing. Thanks for having me on tonight. Thank you. Big shout Thank out you. going out to Gabriel, Sasha, all the rest of the members of your band, uh, everybody, your dad, and just uh. Congratulations, everything looks awesome. And maybe we'll get you back on the show after you release your next uh, 20 videos and singles and stuff. <laughs> yeah, because I want to ask how, how, do the, how do you have a band of 10 members? Who's getting the family discount on pay out there? So, <laughs> ten, you, can't, you can't hold a band of 10 people together without some kind of influence. So either she's got information on them that they have to stay in the band, or she's paying them big freaking bucks. Oh, man. Know, that's it's for next bucks. time. Okay, we'll talk about that next time. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Good people. <laughs> there you go. Thanks, guys. Have a All good right. one. Well, make sure Thank you, you uh, stay oh, around get... real quick because we need to get some drops from you after the show. So stick okay. around for a minute. But, but we want to thank Miss um, Stephanie Motel for being with us here. And, of course, we want to thank our sponsors, my baby Lila Cervantes with Lila Lisa Promotions, Archie's Homestyle Burger, Danny Farias, Janie's Record Shop, and, of course, Marazul Tequila. Marazul Tequila. I am El Maschingon Juan Mendoza. And I'm Baby D. The Midnight Mariachi Marcus Daniels. And I'm Stephanie. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> mm. All right. And we'll see you guys next week with J.R. Gomez, uh, Mike Gonzalez, and of course, Miss Di Marie. We're out of here. I to watch Next time on the Three Amigos Show. He's a conjunto powerhouse who's played with the who's who of Tejano music. We're talking singer and accordionist J.R. Gomez. I tell you, he's one bad mother. Shut your mouth. But I'm talking about J.R. Be here on November 7th with the Three Amigos Show interviews J.R. Gomez. After win at the 43rd Annual Tejano Music Awards, the Three Amigos Show welcomes Mike Gonzalez and Di Marie of the supergroup Mike Gonzalez and the Iconics. Join us Wednesday, October 8th as the Three Amigos Show hosts Mike G and Di Marie. You've heard their music, you've seen their shows, and now you get to hear from them what it's like to garner success after success in the Tejano industry on their own terms. Right here on the Three Amigos Show. Brought to you by Maschingon Radio. Lila Lisa promotions.com musician Danny Farias Marasul Tequila taste the new face of tequila 
Archie's Homestyle Burgers in Catula, Texas. Janie's Record Shop in San Antonio, Texas. And Tejano TV. You can view the Three Amigos show on all your favorite streaming platforms and on all your Roku devices. The Three Amigos show. Alguien que me sepa amar, mi corazón le voy a.